Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Before we get going on today's show, I want to invite you to come along to our annual Culture and Leadership Conference. So it's happening this August in Melbourne uh, on the 29th, and then in Sydney on the 5th of September. We've also got a conference in New Zealand, so it's in Christchurch on the 9th of September, Auckland on the 10th, and Wellington on the 11th. Got tons of great speakers, and it would be awesome to have you come along. There'll be a link to both of those conferences in the notes of the show, so check it out. All right, with that said, let's get into today's show. This week on Culture Bites, I'm joined by our Melbourne consultant, Fiona Hogarth. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Dom. Thanks for coming on this episode. i wanted you on this one because I'm enlisting your help with a um, question from a listener. No pressure then. No, no. This one just has real world consequences, you know? <laughs> so, it's no right answer. So there's no, yeah, there's no 100% correct answer for sure. But maybe we can have some, some tips and some guidance for this listener. So they wrote in with this question here. So they said, Dear Culture Bites, I'm starting a new role heading an organization unit, which is already going through a change to reposition itself and its products. The systems and processes have been going through these changes uh, for a while. The organization has been in a state of evolving change for the past two to three years with different managers in charge. I will be the fourth in as long. Mm -hmm. So that's the fourth in two to three years. With culture being very important to the success of the business, how does one get a good read on the culture using the circumplex from the get-go and learn the organization as part of the onboarding? What questions are the right ones to ask? without taking too long at this stage. The main goal in the first 90 days is to get some early wins and momentum that points to the mission and significance of what we are doing. Woohoo! What did you read into that? So, yeah, so it's an interesting, um, it's a great question. So, dear Mm. listener, I hope you're listening and that, uh, yeah, that you're catching around this. You know, there's a couple of bits that sort of stand out for me when we think about culture and just reading, go, okay, we've got a lot of change going on. There's been systems and processes Mm. for different managers. Mm. So for me, in many ways, that speaks to the, you know, has some cultural implications in terms of why are you the fourth one? What happened? Yeah. You know, is that a consequence? I did weren't, you know. So there's there's a a little nugget there that I'd be uh, why yeah (laughs) scratch that Yeah, yeah yeah. So there's an element of that, but then it's also, you know, culture's success of the business. And if they're doing the change, or part of it's a bit about in the first instance is about, well, understanding the what's the lay of the land, you know, why, you know, if they let's reposition ourselves and its products. So what was the intent for the organization? Mm. Why were they doing that? You know, mm-hmm. what's their is there still clarity in terms of purpose, mission and goal, you know? So really into that achievement. What a business made its decision to reposition itself and its products. Well, why did you do that? And if systems and processes is one way to do it, okay, so we make everything, but where's the people aspect of that as well? So, yeah, so the, I guess my first point would be, whilst you want to, you know, hit, get some early wins, is you've got to understand the lay of the land. Yeah, so a bit of a slowdown to speed up. Absolutely. So mm. first we have to actually understand what's going on and yeah. why it's going on. Yeah, and, you know, that, <laughs> that classic, you know, Stephen Covey, seek first to understand. But there is a bit, you know, you can't, you know, just turn up and wave the magic wand, you've really got to take some time to explore what's happened and also sort of looking in terms of, you know, what are the pain points that might be showing up. And the other gem of being new into the organisation is you've got the freshest eyes on the culture. You absolutely get the cultural read. 
That's right. Often, you know, people talk about culture being the the water that the fish live in. Mm, and mm. I think the new people often can see the water from the fish, you know, or yeah. whatever you call it. So, because often people say, oh, well, I haven't been here that long. So what do I know about it? And there's some, there's some truth in that. But I think there's also the, because, you know, we're like, when have you started something? You know, it's like, why do we do it like this? Absolutely. Why do we do it like this? And it's like, oh, but I don't know. That's just how we, we've always done it. Yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff, which is very apparent to someone from the outside. Yeah, because you come in and you, you know, you've got, you know, you've got a whole brand new space, and that's yeah. So you know, my taking any time you get new people in the organisation, they come with you with questions about why do we do this or what happens oh. here. They're classic insights, and also, you know, when you're new, you've got a, a fresh set of eyes around behaviours and experience and observing others in the workplace. So if you're saying, you know team members arguing or not cooperating, that automatically tells you something that there's not necessarily a lot of affiliative stuff or there's a high opposition or a high competitive uh-huh. piece. So, you know, in, in, in regards to the listener's question, you know, how do you get a good read of the culture of the circumflex? You know, so if they haven't even measured, but you've got an understanding of the behaviours that sit around the 12 styles, you can get a sense and go, well, all those people are arguing over everything or this team's dysfunctional or this is what happens or nobody accepts any responsibility, that's automatically telling you that you've got some avoidance or some opposition or some competitive showing up. So, you know, so that fresh eyes into the behaviours can really give some good insights. Yeah, absolutely. So even even without a measure, you can mm. apply the circumplex lens and the causal factors. Mm. And just if you've got that in the back of your mind, you, you see it everywhere. It's, um, I don't know if it's a, if it's a curse now, Fiona, but I always notice it. Everywhere, like, like in any article or whatever, you're in a business yeah. and you're like, you notice the causal factors of, oh, they do that thing. That's interesting. And it's like, uh, you can't unsee, you can't unlearn this stuff, I think. So you see it everywhere. Absolutely. And there's an element, you know, I often use when I'm chatting with, you know, working with clients and doing culture work, you know, the way you get treated when you walk in the door. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as a consultant, we go into a variety of businesses and the way you get greeted speaks automatically to the culture. So, you know, I might have read the, the circumplex data and I get a sense of that and then I turn up at the front door and the the results actually show up straight away uh-huh. or you know so it, it is quite interesting how much of it yeah actually just you get from the yeah, get go even on even and part of the on, I mean onboarding is actually a causal factor mm, in itself mm, so mm. you know how is that done do we do we actually give people set people up for success or is it you know you're in the deep end or what is it yeah because that speaks to the culture too so with the new person coming on board, so often they can have a view. And so we've kind of talked about don't, you've got to be careful, I guess, not to leap to action. Mm, so mm, take mm. a moment to slow down and speed up, to speed up, yep. get your bearings, understand the lay of the land. Why are we doing whatever yeah. we're doing? Because they said there's all these changes going on yep. in the organization. So why? Yeah. And it's a bit about the diagnosis. And I am mindful about, you know, Without the question is, you know, well, without taking too long, because some people can do the, you know, you know, paralysis by analysis sort of stuff. But it's about, you know, okay, what are the key things that there? So for me, there is a bit about, well, what was the purpose? What was your intent? What have you noticed that's gone well? What's not going so well? What's getting in the way? Mm. You know, and some of those basic questions and part of the whole change management process. And is this still, is this still where you want to go? So we've repositioned ourselves in the market. Is that actually still the course of action that we take, or do we need to actually? stop and reconsider and realign because mm. sometimes when you can start on the path thinking that's where you want to go but you get part way along the journey and actually you've got to turn left rather than right. Mm. And sometimes with the changing, they said they're changing processes mm. and systems and stuff. A lot of, 
I think building a constructive culture isn't about it's about how you do it. Yeah. So you could do the same thing, but in a different way. And it sends a totally different mm. message to mm. people about how they're expected to behave, which is that culture piece. So sometimes it's not about doing lots of extra stuff. It's about doing some stuff differently mm. Mm. Um, than you're currently doing. Yeah. What, what about, so they've just come in and, and they said they're the head of a organizational unit. So there can be momentum that comes with that mm. as well with, with a new person. I mean, it's probably a bit tough. There's been, they're the fourth and three years. Here comes another one. Yeah. Fourth and three years. So that's a little bit tough. But, you know, I guess you've got that window and this is maybe what they're talking about with wanting to get some runs on Mm, the board mm. in 90 days. Because you've got that window of opportunity to say how things are going to be different, Mm, maybe. mm. So, you know, part of that, I think, is setting that, that vision for what does good look like? Absolutely. Where do we want to be? Yeah. Bringing people in on that. Mm. And it's just a clarity piece, really, right? And and it sounds like right now there's probably not much clarity because of all these changes. Mm, and, yeah, and so, you know, you're the first, fourth one, and I'm going to sit there and go, God, here's, here's another one. And so dealing with that cynicism mm. piece in terms of your audience, so, you know, that quick relationship building piece. So while there is a lot of system and process change, have they involved and engaged the people in that process? But how do I quickly get the rapport? an understanding of, okay, well, what has been going on to then help define my vision rather than just coming in and saying, right, this is what I'm going to do now, mm. is about, okay, let me evaluate so that I can make an informed decision. And that might take, you know, if you've only got, if you're sort of thinking 90 days, well, it's the first couple of weeks that you just do your information gathering rather, mm. like you said, rather than jumping, your action is about gathering the information rather mm. than let me just fix this because that hasn't worked because- you know, one of the things we know in change is that trust. And if you've got the same people floating around who have just been, you know, it's just, here's another one. What are they going to do? That's, oh, yeah, they're saying the same stuff, but nothing ever. So there's uh-huh. that bit of under, what's the embedded behavior and the thinking uh-huh. that might be showing up as well that could act as a, as a blocker to the effectiveness of it all. Yeah. And it's, so it's that involve and solve mm, kind of stuff. Mm. So, you know, uh, we talked on a previous podcast when we were talking about change in blue collar environments. Mm. But we said in there that it's all, it's all, uh, if people are the same. So, it, you know, dialo type stuff, day in the life yeah. of. So maybe um, shadowing people or, or, you know, understanding what people do in their roles and what gets in the way and stuff like that. And so doing that kind of stuff gives you an insight into the culture because your view as the head of an organizational unit, your worldview is different than yeah. You know, people who are you know below mm. below you in the hierarchy and even above you. Yeah. And so you might not see all the issues, or you might not see what's going on. And I think people want to be heard, right? Yeah. And so you know, it makes a big impression when you're like, you know, I want to understand what's going on. No, and you don't have to r- rush to solve it. It's no judgments or anything mm. at this point. But it's just like I just want to understand, you know, yeah. the lay of the land, basically. Uh, yeah. And what could actually show up in terms of that is that you know. There's a whole heap of stuff that could have been missing from the get-go when they started the systems in process improvements that the, the message about why it was all happening mm. and why it was important to the business never actually came across. So mm. therefore, people aren't engaged with it. You know, so when I read the, you know, the question here and goes, you know, the momentum that points to the mission and significance of what we're doing, mm. that maybe that message, we've just gone into implementation, we've forgotten about keeping people in track of how this is actually going to be beneficial and how this is going to help us reposition ourselves in the market and give us market growth. So, you know, mm. tying it back to that significance piece and helping people understand, then that may actually be part of 
you know, what your, your things around is just checking in to actually, I know we started this a couple of years ago. Can anyone remember why we did it? And what our intent is so that, oh, keeping it real, I guess. Yeah. And if they can't, or even if they can, but it's about refreshing that. Mm, mm. And I mean, it, it all it all starts with why, you know, there's been books written on, on that topic, yeah. um, but it really does. And as a leader, you know, a big role of leadership mm. is creating the why, creating the vision yeah, and getting people on board for that. So, so that's definitely an important mm. step. What can come with um, being new in that momentum we talked about is, you know, there might be room for for doing a culture measure now yeah. as well. So again, I wouldn't lead with it. So I'd lead with a bit of understanding mm. and and aligning around what does the future look like? Where do we want to be? Mm. And then kind of enrolling people into the process before you go straight to getting their, their feedback on that. So that could be workshops and so on. Yeah. You know, just describe it. What does it look like? What gets in the way? What are we doing well yeah. as well? And that builds that momentum. Something's yeah. happening here, right? Yeah. Someone's listening. Something's mm. happening. And then going out and asking, okay, where are we today and where are the gaps? Yeah. And it is a bit about, you know, what's what's the behavior? What are you doing that's different from your predecessors or whatever, you know? And so, like mm. I said, workshops or focus groups, you know, the fact that you're going out and being willing to listen or you're just leading differently, you know, and you think about any new manager and comes into a role, you know, everyone, everyone's watching you as uh-huh. well in terms of your own behavior. And going, well, well, that last one was such and such. Or depending on where you come from, you know, in some industries, they're small industries. So you move, you know, if I think about the utilities sector in which I used to work, you know, people know everyone because there's only so many utilities. And you go, oh, well, they used to be at this company and I heard. So there may be some preconceived ideas in terms of, you know, which oh, are true can, or untrue. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. So what, and you know, and, and I think it also speaks to your own leadership and what sort of leader do you want to be in terms of the culture. So if you're highly constructive in your own style and behavior, that will, you know, automatically send some signs that you are going to be different to, you know, if the previous leaders weren't operating in that way. And if you are trying to, you know, shift the culture, well, what was it and what are we aspiring to be? Then- you know, as the individual leader and as part of your onboarding, you stay true to yourself and where you want to go and be clear about, okay, I realize I'm the I'm the fourth one here. The way that I operate is this and that may be different and I'll come and ask you questions and I will hold you to account and I'm I will be curious and I will do those things. So there's a bit about putting your own stamp out early to help manage those expectations with the people around you in your immediate team, which, you know, automatically sets a tone for the culture. Yeah, well, you know, leaders cast a big shadow, right? Yeah. And, and everyone's looking at the leader. It's a it's a tough job. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> the further job, and the further up the the further up the leadership chain you are, you know, the less friendly it is, and the more more eyes you've got on you. You know, and often when, you, when we deal with CEOs, you know, the you know when you're doing coaching, there it's actually quite therapeutic for them in some ways because they've got someone to listen to listen to them and provide them with the feedback, which often in an organisation they don't have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's being aware of, you know, how leading from the front, I guess, setting the example, setting the tone Mm. with your own behavior and your own actions. Yeah. And the way you're you're putting things and all that kind of stuff and and maybe tweaking those processes and stuff like we talked to to send a different message. Yeah. And that's often, I guess, for the things, you know, how how can I, you know, pick up on the the culture? I always think of culture in, in that way, which is you know, the circumplex is about how are people expected to behave. So what are the expected behaviors around here? And the causal factors I take is 
how the organization sends the message mm. about how you expect it to behave. So just be open to picking up those messages, right? Yeah. So, you know, we we stack rank people, you know, okay, what message is that sending? Mm. We, you know, the people who got hired for this job previously displayed certain behaviors or whatever. What message did that send? Mm. And so it's just being aware of of those messages. And then, you know, if you do the survey, you get the um, the actual data yeah, yeah, yeah. on those, which makes it a hell of a lot easier to, to mm. pinpoint where the action is needed. Mm. And it's also good because then you can go back to people and say, this is what you've said, right? Yeah. That's It's another way of listening, actually, doing a survey like that. Yeah, and it's, you know, and then it can support. So even if they haven't, you know, in this instance, they may not have done a, a survey, but they gather all this anecdotal information and there's a whole heap of behaviours and then you get to the survey and go, okay, well, that validates what I'm seeing and experiencing and, and now we've got some real substance to it because often people, I've got a gut feel around it, but the beauty of the survey is that actually gives them evidence of what is actually going on with a whole heap of supporting stuff to help them move forward. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's, again, why turn lead with the survey, start with understanding yeah. in the context. And, I mean, that's what we do from a consultant mm. point of view, which in some ways is like entering a company – I guess you don't have the official title, but you do in, in some ways, I guess. But learning it and then when you get the data, you can bring it to life with, you know, we said we don't have autonomy. Here's the example of that Correct. that I've seen. Mm. Um, you know, we don't trust people to, you know, be able to contact customers themselves or something, mm. whatever it is. Mm. You can bring it to life if you've got those examples. So, yeah. so real life examples and and that practical thing. And I think, you know, that's what people want to see in here is that, you actually understand as well mm, mm. what's what the real issues are, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, and so, yeah, new person, you know, let's just take the time, assess, and then make sure you're consistent around your messaging because the other piece is too, you're still part of a broader system in coming in. So what are the other messages that other leaders in the organisation are talking about in terms of the change? Because, you know, is there a bit where you're, you know, because sometimes they bring people in so that they can be countercultural. Mm. And then that, in you know, so in this instance, you know, I might be the fourth manager because the last three they brought in were all expected to do the same stuff, but the culture wasn't actually helping them do that. So they uh -huh. went, it all gets a bit hard, so I'll bow out. So, uh -huh. you know, so there's an element for, you know, this, this dear listener in terms of how do you hold yourself resilient in that? Because I, I might be brought into, you know, we often get, I mean, I've often had feedback in uh, when debriefing culture and talking about stuff is, oh, we'll just get in all those constructive leaders and bring them into a, you know, a passive defensive or aggressive defensive culture and they'll fix it. And we're like, well, they might be constructive, but they've got to deal with the culture and the culture is often stronger than that one individual. So, yeah. you know, if I'm highly constructive and all I'm getting is a lot of argument back from an aggressive defensive style or nothing from a passive defensive style. I might pack up my bags, it's all too hard, and go home. Or, so, or, or yeah. get inculcated, become Absolutely. part of the culture. Yeah, so, so there's a piece in here in terms of for your own, you know, for the own resilience is thinking about, okay, well, where am I in this and, you know, what's buffeting me and how do I, how do I maintain myself? That's true because I've seen, you know, particularly if you're coming in trying to do a culture mm. change, you can hit that wall, especially when you're new, of like, oh, we've tried that before. You know, like, oh, why don't we? Why don't we do this? Oh, we we tried that. it before and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, and oh, yeah. well, and Bob can, did that. And, oh, yeah. That can really take the wind out of your mm. sails when you're yeah. getting hit with that all the time. 
So what do you do? How do you deal yeah, with that? So it, it is really quite interesting. And I remember in an organisation which I worked and we were doing the culture change and it was it was hard, you know. I was, you know. A tough and, slog. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. And, you know, the, the executive team were, yeah, 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 it's really good. But they weren't actually, you know, fault number one, we didn't have extreme buy-in. They were supportive, but they weren't leading it from the front. So uh-huh. there was some stuff that was quite frustrating and I'd get to the end of the week and actually it was Corinne Cantor at the time. She was the consultant I was working with and she, uh-huh. would, she would ring me every Friday and she'd go, so what was your win this week, Fiona? <laughs> yeah. And I'd go do a big, oh, you know, big sigh. And then, but it was really good because it actually just made me think, you know, it might not have necessarily been a big thing, but I could, you know, I want to remember one week going, yeah, I spoke to the the union delegate for the sixth time and he finally understood what I was saying. Yeah. And, you know, and I went, yeah, that's a win. You know, I've been champing away at that for six, and it wasn't huge. It's not, but it was a step. So I think, and that speaks to that achievement piece in terms of some of that resilience is like celebrating the wins. What's what's the little stuff? Or, oh yeah, okay. So there was a bit more buy-in at that in that group. Or people actually turned up to the meeting, you know, those sorts of things. So it's yeah, rather than thinking, oh, not everyone's doing it, but where is the little indicator that you're getting? So that's what I found really useful is that, you know, and when you're in and amongst it all. Uh-huh. And the other bit was, you know, you might be in there for three months. And it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere. And you go, okay, what was it like three months ago? So what has changed? Well, you know, oh, now this happens or now that happens. So often we we don't, because we get caught in the busy, we don't actually spend the time to reflect and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like that. I, you know, and sometimes too, to get people on board, you know, when we're talking in a previous session about that cynicism and stuff, uh. can sometimes just be deflated by going, well, remember, it used to be... Like that, and now we don't do it that way anymore. Oh, yeah, because people forget. People do, yeah. I think, uh, I I don't know where I picked this up somewhere, was, you know, so cultures communicate those messages about how people should behave that I was talking about, both explicit and implicit, Mm. right? So we say, leaders say things, we want you to to have teamwork or something, and we have implicit ways by just the way the organization operates and what do we reward? Do we actually reward teamwork or do we reward something else? What I love though is, uh, I picked this up somewhere, I'm trying to remember now, but it was about make the implicit explicit yeah, as well. Absolutely. So we change the reward structure to reinforce teamwork, mm. right? And say it rather than just hoping people will pick up on yeah. the implicit message. Be direct about it and say, you know, the reason we're changing X is because we want to encourage this. Yeah. And so, you know, hammering on the point a bit, but mm. I think you need to, right? Otherwise, you're just hoping that people will pick up a different message. Well, and it's, it's, and you know, and it's also that, that feedback and it's that consistency of doing stuff, you know. And another analogy I often use when, when working with client groups is you go, you know, you think when you go on a diet or something and then you go, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos or whatever, and it's incremental sort of stuff, and you lose five kilos and nobody notices, you notice, but uh-huh. nobody else does. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've been working really hard and nobody's noticed. So there is a bit about noticing in terms of uh-huh. from a culture change perspective about what's the little, you know, and it's the little stuff. So actually what I have noticed is that you are operating more or you are sticking to your agenda in the meeting or you are collaborating okay, more and yeah. recognising that so that rather than waiting for the end goal, a bit to your point about, well, we've got to collaborate, well, you know, that means everyone's got the group hug going on, whereas actually <laughs> that might just start with me saying good morning to you. So what are the little indicators along the way? Yeah, okay. So 
Because and that's it with culture; it's a big beast. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're in a big organization, you know, we've got to move thousands of people. Maybe like, whoa, this is yeah. uh, this is big. But it's so it's hitting the milestones or noticing the milestones yeah. and celebrating. Okay, yeah, we've yeah. we've changed this, we've done this, yeah. the tweaks along the way, and okay, we're not at the mountaintop yet, yeah. but we've set off from base camp and we're yeah, we're, we're on our you know, way, and I've picked up. Way. I've picked up another person in my team along the way. And the other one was, you know, it's a bit about working where the energy is as well. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, that, that team, oh, they're terrible and they're horrible. But, you know, they haven't got the energy towards it. Where, where is the group that have got the energy or the momentum or that are doing things well? And what can I take from them and apply uh-huh. elsewhere? You know, particularly when it comes to some of the individual resilience stuff is like, oh, God, if every time I go to talk to someone, I'm beating my head against a wall, surely there's got to be, be a team where I don't have to hit it as hard. So I'll spend some time with them to re- replenish my own levels. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because obviously, I mean, if they've had four leaders or three leaders in that time, then not all of them have kept that resilience up or, you know, we don't know We're, the reason, no. but but uh, it's it's difficult for yeah. some reason, obviously, right? Yeah. So yeah. so I guess it's um, it's important for this, this listener who's written in. Yep that they're aware of themselves as well mm, in mm. the process. Yeah. 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 What do I bring to it? What do I need to be aware of in this scenario as well? So I think, you know, it's a be, you know, go in with curiosity. You know, there is there is no one way and it is about change. So, you know, seek first, understand, get your sense of it, get your sense of where do you want to take it? What's the direction that you want to lead it in? And, you know, and help people along the journey. If, you know, I just wanted to ask you one last thing, sure. which was, so at the end, it talked about the main goal in the first 90 days is to get some wins and momentum that points to the mission and significance of what we're doing. And so this, I think, can be difficult for people mm. because like the organization can have a mission. You know, we want to change healthcare or, or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. We want, we want to, you know, mm. enable people mm. through technology, whatever that may be. That doesn't always speak to this significance for the individual mm. or, or the mission for the individual. So how do you connect people yeah. on a personal level to to their significance? And I guess that comes back to your why comment that we were talking about earlier. And, you know, significance is often one of the causal factors that sits low in organisations because yep. people don't necessarily connect themselves with the, the bigger picture. So sometimes mm. it's just around having the conversations and going, you know, what do you think the impact of your job is and how do you see what you do, you know, like in previous life when I was doing waitressing, you know, what's that? Well, my gig is to make sure that you actually have a good experience and that uh-huh. you have, you know, that for the two hours that a you're in this restaurant, the family or that that's the that's a happy time for you in your two hours. So if I can contribute to that, then tick my job is done, you know, from uh-huh. that perspective. But, you know, but in an organization, if I'm in the back room sorting the widgets, how's that helping make healthcare? affordable. Well, if I'm not doing the widgets in a timely manner, that means the machine's not working, which means the patient's not getting the healthcare uh-huh. that they need. That means that they're going to be there longer, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes it's just about breaking it down and drawing the linkages uh-huh. to the bigger picture and having those conversations to help people understand. And the other way I've gone about it, so absolutely draw the yeah. linkage to the overall result. Some of it as well as, especially for internal roles, because mm. there's people who don't deal with customers or whatever. So what difference does you doing a good job make to your teammate or the team yeah. down the process or up the process or whatever it is? Mm. 
if you weren't there or, or you were doing a great job or a poor job, what difference would it make? Because mm. I think there's something about knowing that you're impacting other people Yeah, that makes what you do more important or it makes your performance more important. Yeah. And then, you know, and also part of this, when we look at, you know, to the question that the listener posed about the mission and significance of what we're doing and they're doing a lot of systems and process change. So how is this process helping us be more effective in the marketplace or repositioning us? So Mm -hmm. help it, you know, so there's that, once again, it's that alignment of the question. We're doing this as well. Okay, well, that system improvement isn't helping us get there. Well, what do you think would help us get there? So there is, yeah, it's that conversation about, yeah, how's what I'm doing? Mm. Impacting the next impacting the next person. person or the next process or you know if you take me out of the loop and I think you know sometimes it's a slight aside but you know in re- when people are made redundant and those sorts of things I go well I've just ripped those people out and there's still that work has to be done and now I just filmed overwhelmed and uh-huh. but we don't actually ever tell people to stop doing stuff no, no <laughs> we just we tend to add <laughs> we go, here's a new system well yeah stop using that one mm. start using this one or take away the old one but often. Mm. Well, yeah, we just keep building on stuff and no, you know, we don't actually stop to go. And then after a while, we eventually give it because no one pays it any attention. But if you can start up front and go, well, no, that's not what we're doing anymore. We're doing it this way. So it reinforces your preferred and, and what you want rather than continuing on trying to do the new stuff while I'm still holding on to the old stuff because that's where I'm comfortable. And again, that's that opportunity of being new yeah. in the organization is, you know, why, why do we do it that way? Why, why don't we all move over here or or whatever it may be. On that though, and as maybe a final thought is, I guess as a new person, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater either. Absolutely. So celebrate what is working well, what's great, what do you see? Because sometimes there can be a bit of a, I'm a bit of a know-it-all if I come in and and tell you everything that's wrong with with how you're doing things. So also notice what's, what's working well, what do we need to dial up? that we're currently doing and celebrate that and keep that too. Because in any organization, there's stuff they're doing well. Well, they wouldn't exist if they, if they didn't do stuff well. they wouldn't exist. So yeah. don't ignore that either. I think we tend to focus on the problems yeah, because they're, I mean, they're the juicy parts we can do something about yeah. sometimes. But also, you know, being, yeah, celebrating what works and, and make people aware of that. So, hey, we're doing XYZ awesome. If we did ABC as well, we'd right. be unstoppable, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the other, just as a, when you say that, the other one is when you come in from someone else, just because what worked for you in your previous gig doesn't mean it's going to work uh-huh. where you are now. So oh, that yeah, old thing classic. of, yeah. oh, you know, when I was at such and such, we did this. Oh, and, yeah. you know, oh, when I really, was at that, yeah. and that just pisses everyone off. You know, we know that. <laughs> yeah. But it is, so it's the cautionary tale as well. While there is some stuff that you might have done elsewhere, it's about, you know, how do you bring that in without actually, yeah. And sometimes, you know, we talk about this, like you can't transplant a culture Correct. either. So yeah. people look to Google or whoever and, oh, we want to take what they're doing and transplant hair or even something like agile development yeah. or something. We want to transplant that hair. But it's a different context. They've gone through a journey to get where they are. Yeah. And so you're looking at things there. They're implementing 10, 12, 15 years into their journey or, or whatever it may be. And you're at day dot. Yeah. It's not going to work because you, you – yeah. Part of the culture journey, and this is why it's interesting, is that organizations have to actually learn that you can't just put it in, otherwise yeah. it gets rejected. It's like the organ gets Absolutely. rejected. You have to learn, and over time, yep. that's how you embed beliefs. Yeah, yeah, and it's that, you know, and the consistency and the 
the united front around it all, you know, when we look at organisations that have done culture change well and, you know, in that between, you know, one server and another, you know, there is the united, this is where we're going, everyone's agreed and we hold ourselves to account and, you know, all those sorts yeah. of things that it, it is that consistent focus and they don't let it slide, you know, so it uh, is. Even if you change leaders. Yeah, yeah, uh. that's right. That. So, yeah, so there's, I mean, you know, there's a lot in it, but I, I think to our earlier point, it is really about seeking first to understand, understand the why, spend some time in that first 90 days, just getting a real appreciation. Have your antenna up to see what's going on yeah, and then go, okay, based on what I've seen, these are the behaviours, this is our intent, then what do I need to do? Be conscious of yourself as a leader and, and how you're showing up and can help reinforce or influence. Because even just by what you do, you can influence the stuff that's uh-huh. that's going on. And yeah, and keep keep people aligned to, okay, this is why we're doing it. This is the benefit that it's going to give you. This is what's in uh-huh. it for you. Is and helping clarity? them understand, mm-hmm. yeah, that real clarity. And we know that, you know, organizations that go through culture change well. They are constantly clear on their intent and their yep. process and then they make, you know, not just about the task, but this is how we want to treat people and their behaviour shows up in that way. But it is that constant reinforcement of this is where we're going, this is how we're going to get there, this is the support we're going to give you, this is what we'll accept, this is what we won't accept. And it's that repeat, 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 repeat. Yeah, I love that. That was a great summary and, and I really like the clarity part with all these changes. It sounds mm. like we need to be clear on where we're going. Yeah. Great summary. Fiona? No worries. Hope the listener listened and get some, some useful insights. Yeah, yeah. well, I'll, I'll message them back. <laughs> them <know. laughs> That's right. When we, yeah. uh, when we publish it. Yeah. So uh, let us know how you get on, maybe. That's great. Lovely, Dom. Thanks. Fantastic. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, Leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.